and welcome to this episode of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker, and today we're on location at Plants Plus Vintage and Demasi Flea on Main Street in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, talking with Emily Pfeiffer and Lily Cooper of Olive and Grace Boutique. Olive and Grace was founded in 2021 by Emily and is a grassroots project in the Lehigh Valley that seeks to serve the needs of girls and young women by providing them with a boutique shopping experience for clothing and hygiene needs. The shop provides all of this for free to the girls through donations from people like you. Today we talk with Emily and Lily about how they got started, how they already have a board of directors, and they've, they've really got some strong, smart people behind them. Um, some of their previous events, some of the events they have coming up, and how, most importantly, you can get involved and you can help them out. Big thank you to our sponsors. New sponsor made possible in Lehigh Valley. The Leah Valley is rich with possibilities, a proud heritage, a bright future that has long attracted makers, innovators, and those with great vision. Everything you need to create the life you want on your terms. Vibrant downtowns, charming main streets with surprises around every corner, and lots of open spaces to explore. Live, work, learn, play, discover all that's made possible in the Leah Valley at leahvalleymadepossible.com. A big thank you to ArtsQuest. Go to artsquest.org to be sure you find out everything that's going on with them this summer. Of course, our friends at Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub, mollysbethlehem.com, and Michael Bernadan with Remax Realty. Find Mike, and you'll find your next home. One more quick note. We did record this on location at Plants Plus Vintage and Demasi Flea in Bethlehem, and there's a video uh, portion of it. So if you'd like to see the video, you can find that in our show notes in the podcast. And without further ado, let's talk to Emily and Lily from Olive and Grace Boutique. Hello, we're here with Emily and Lily, and we're on location at Plants Plus Vintage, which is overlooking Main Street. If you're watching the video, you may be able to see stuff, or even there's ballet class going on across the street. It's like amazing, I love it down here. And we have to say thank you so much to Angie from Plants Plus Vintage, um, and Demasi Flea, the guys from Demasi Flea, thank you for allowing us to record here. And thank you guys for coming on and telling us more about Olive and Grace. Uh, we're excited to learn more about it. You've been doing a lot of great stuff, and we've been trying to do this uh, podcast for like seven months. Yeah. <laughs> so we're actually able to get here. It's good. I feel good about it. But let's get into it. Can you give us, I already kind of briefly described in the introduction what Olive and Grace is, but can you tell somebody who has, I have no idea, what is the, like, the elevator pitch? Can you give us that? Yeah. So we are an organization that helps individuals living below the poverty line. Uh, by producing upscale boutiques uh, in a pop-up setting. So basically we take donations from the uh, community and then we produce a pop-up boutique, whether that's at a community center or a school um, or outside somewhere. And then people come and shop as if they were shopping anywhere else, except the catch is that when they get to checkout, they don't pay. Everything we provide is free. And where did you, like, where did this original idea come from? Is it, were you were talking to people and you identified a need, like there wasn't something like this going on? So my background is a mix between business and education. So I was working in Allentown with um, minority populations living in poverty and just kind of saw the need and then mixed that with seeing a TikTok and sending it to Lily. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you mean by that? Tell me what that. <laughs> yeah. Do you kind of want to recap that uh, that text message? That 
Sorry, I'm settled now. I've been running around. Okay, I'm good. Um, so what you 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 had that original idea? You have talked to to you know, students and you. What was that? What was the TikTok? Because I always love that this new stuff like generates. Well, I remember you texted me about the logo. Yeah. So I yeah. So that's 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 true. how you pulled me in. Yeah. So I texted her and was like, I saw this TikTok and it's this it's this girl that it's she created a free boutique and I was like, okay. it seems awesome. It's a business, it's fashion, it's everything that I love doing in a way to, you know, do outreach, which is like just another passion of mine. And so I drew up this terrible logo and <laughs> sent it to Lily and was like, well, how do we make this better? Also, do you want to like be a part of this idea? And genuinely thought she was going to say, you're crazy. Let's not do this. <laughs> it's the middle of a pandemic, first right. off. And second off, right. where are we getting anything we need? What are we doing? We live an hour and a half from each other. Mm. This is not feasible. And of course, that's not what she said at all, at all. <laughs> so yeah, what did you say? <laughs> I was so excited. I thought the idea was amazing, really cool. Um, she wanted to pull me in on helping with building a website and getting the social media started up, which is what I do, what I love. And at the time I was unemployed, so I was like, I'm ready to put <laughs> yes, this is great my idea. whole <laughs> self into this and get it jump started. And um, well, oh yeah, I was just excited. So put us where you guys, so this is 2021, when you mm -hmm. had this TikTok epiphany. Yeah, it was like right after Christmas. <laughs> so you're, you're unemployed at the time. Yes. Um, what had you, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Are you from the Lehigh Valley? Did you go to school here? Uh, so I went to school at Moravian. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not too far, I don't live too far from here, about 45 minutes, but yeah, yeah. I went to school um, at Moravian for marketing. Uh, Great choice. Doing, uh, all the like social media website kind of stuff. Awesome. So right up my alley. And then I met Emily because she started dating one of my good friends huh. and that I met at Moravian, so. Well, it's funny how that works out. Okay. Shameless <laughs> plug for men. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, no, but that, that is like, let's be honest, a lot of these things, you know, generate that way, whether through friendships or what have you, but it doesn't mean that you're gonna take that next step to doing what you guys are doing. Um, and, and Emily, where are you at this time in, in that? Yeah, so I was, I was teaching at a school that just really wasn't a great fit. Sure. Um, and it was, it was in the middle of the pandemic and I was kind of losing my mind because right. I had no <laughs> no creative outlet and no way to see anybody and it was kind of just the perfect way to pull everybody together. So I pulled Lily on who was un unemployed and then I pulled a graphic designer um, who was in Jersey who was also unemployed onto the team mm -hmm. and kind of just was like, all right, like, this is what we're doing now. This is what we're doing with our free time. Yeah. But my background is I went to Kutztown for marketing. Okay. So we kind of have the same background, right. but my you know, real passion was doing Oh, watch the table. That's what that sound is. Did you see your elbow? Yep. See who's on there? Yeah, let's keep it. I was like, is that a truck going by? Go <laughs> on, listen. Yeah, okay. Sorry. You, guys are, you, don't, you don't have the headphones on. So, okay. We're good. I'm like, there's an earthquake. No. It's just this old, beautiful wooden table that you can find at the Mossy Flea. This is for sale. All take it this. home. You could take it's this really home. Cool. Just don't podcast on it. Um, but no, you, so you guys have, you, you know, you come from these marketing backgrounds. Uh, but it's it's easy, kind of, if you have a marketing background, to put together a logo. It's not so easy to say I'm going to start a, a nonprofit and do all that. So where what is step one? In, in besides, hey, I have this idea. I have a logo. How do you go to? I'm actually going to do this. So my first job out of undergrad was working for a nonprofit. So that helped a lot. Okay. And then. My best friend of 14 years actually started a nonprofit too. So I was just very blessed to be kind of in the world. So my first text was to her team to be like, where did you guys start? Mm -hmm. And um, 
they were kind of just like, you just hit the ground running and go for it. And I was right. like, okay, that's what we're doing then. Yeah. That, I mean, I don't want to, but even that is a part of it. It's just kind of like, you're going to make mistakes, but you need to do something. You know, if you really want to do it, go out and make mistakes. And then along the way, something will work out or you'll meet other people who can help you. And that's pretty much what we did. We kind of just went for it and did everything we could think of to do. And then the stuff we couldn't figure out, we just started calling people and being like, hey, like we have a, a friend who is much better at, at web design than either of us. Right. And so we called her up and we were like, hey, do you have a couple hours in your week? Can you do this for us? Did you um, did you like sit down and diagram out this is the flow chart? Because we, we just touched on it, but you're picking up these donations from people, like you're going to their homes. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like what, in that genesis of, you know, you have to start from, we need to get these these items. So did you kind of start there with how do we find them? Yeah, what, how did you even do it? That was, I, I don't know, I woke up one day and Lily had 15 bags she of came back to me. I was like, okay. Look what I got to give away. Sure. So much stuff. Well, I started when we first decided this is, we're doing this, we're going forward with it. I just like talked to my friends and my family, you know, my mom and like our own closet. Spread honestly. the word on our own closet. Our own closet spread, spread the, the word. Spot. Spot. Yeah, that makes sense. Easiest place. Um, to start. And then we started that way, and then once we built up our website and our social media and started getting some followers, then it came from other outside sources, like people that I've never met before, which is the goal, is to get the whole community involved. And you said you're in charge and you help with social media. Um, what in that initial kind of social media was it more? we need stuff or kind of describing the brand as you guys are growing like what in the beginning it was definitely introduced introducing ourselves this is what we are, right. building a following first and then once i felt we had some base of a following then started asking for donations and then do you do a pop-up shop before you like with your own clothes or do we like did you get a, a decent amount of stuff before you did that first and what was that first one so even before our first pop-up we had our, our launch party okay. um so yeah. I, I, I haven't done anything <laughs> which is a I weird it, it's that. not the order that you, I, I don't recommend, <laughs> like, i don't recommend doing this in this order so just logo <laughs> launch party that starts with <laughs> so we had some really gracious community partners though that really right. believed in our vision okay. and so the i mean i think our main people were fox and finch studios um, right. that donated yeah. their space for us to do okay. our launch party and so go. they provided a space for us to invite community members to give our pitch and kind of be like hey bring donations bring your you know wallets open them up and help us get this thing off the ground because mm -hmm. we realized that we needed a lot of money fast to make this this happen and yeah. half our team was unemployed right. <laughs> so it wasn't coming from us and so you go through that pitch what was your first i mean i guess that was a pop-up but what is your first like pop-up in the intention of what you were going for creative tile in allentown on okay. cloud Street. it was actually a year ago it was yes. a year ago yesterday, yesterday. Yeah. Okay. yeah and was that open like what was that for who is that? Is it for mostly teen girls or is it for anybody with a special? I, I don't know. Like, yeah. So it started out with a very narrow view. Like we decided I, I kind of like ran the demographics and ran the stats and, and determined that the biggest need was six to 12th graders and specifically females. So that was okay. the original vision was it was going to be a teenage girl shop and then at that first pop-up we actually had guys showing up looking mm. for stuff mm -hmm. and so we yeah. were like okay like there is more need than we realize and there is a bigger age need and so we very quickly went from six to twelve grade girls to babies through adults both genders okay. <laughs> and kind of just right. like hit the ground running with that 
after that initial pop-up just right. because there was so much need. And how did you how did you get the word out on that one? Again, through, mostly through social? And then... They came to us. They found us and invited us to use their space. Yes. And so what I ended up doing was just canvassing the neighborhood one day. It was hot <laughs> as heck. I'm like dripping sweat walking around Allentown by myself with flyers going, hey, come to our event. It's got free stuff. And people are looking at me like I have 17 heads. Well, sure. Because yeah. that is not something that we do. Like, people do not do that. People don't walk around Allentown with flyers of anything that's not kind of weird. Or, yeah, and people don't give away f good free stuff. Like, it's usually kind of, you know, questionable. Right. right. So you, you start out, you now, let, let's say then, you're a year from your opening, right? What, um, I know that you've done some, some high schools recently. What has that full year kind of been like now that you can kind of look back on it? I mean, it's only been... Exactly a year. <laughs> uh, but what happened then? Like, did, did how many different pop-ups did you do? Were they mostly schools or were they other? Yeah, we did like, four prom pop-ups, okay. um, one elementary school, two middle schools, I think one high school is how it okay. blocked out. And then mm -hmm. the it's looked very different this year because the schools are a lot more open um, so we've really been able to expand yeah, those I mean, numbers. That sure. Was... Well, let's talk about <laughs> deciding to start any sort of anything during the pandemic. Um, I, I mean, I guess you could look at it from a couple different ways. You know, not really. No, you can't. Like, it's not. It's not good. It was, it, no, it was really <laughs> difficult. So how do you? You know, um, it was a lot of. Did Zoom you have meetings. hesitancy from people in doing the pop-ups? I mean, I'm sure you guys probably even. Let's be honest, there are times if you wanted to ask someone to put a mask on or not, they can, it can send them the wrong way. So how was that? Yeah, we started just cold calling schools, which is another thing I don't recommend. Um, this, is, this is like the guy who's going to Wait, excuse not. me, you would like to come in during COVID? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and okay. Yeah. yeah, so it was, hey, we have this really great thing. We have no data to show you, but if you believe in us, we're going to do great things for your students. Can we have a Zoom meeting? And what did they, they would be like, yes, a couple people said yes. Oh. And so we brought on our we have a, an individual who is our school coordinator. She is a current Moravian student. Right. She would hop on. She would give our pitch. And if they liked it, try to schedule. Something. So you would have a current Moravian who's on who's enrolled now. Yes. <laughs> not acting as being your coordinator doing Zoom calls with schools yes, like during I, the school day. Because I was at my full-time job, so I'm like, I can't do this, so you have to do it. <laughs> like in between classes. So yeah, so in between yeah. classes, she would take meetings, she's a superstar, but uh, she, she would take yeah. these meetings and start scheduling stuff out and getting contacts so that then I could go in and follow up, you know, kind of from a little bit more of a, you know, robust professional side of, mm -hmm. okay, this is exactly what we offer, this is the dates we're available, what is your requirement, and how do we get into the building? And uh, it usually it was, you can't get in, you're going to do it outside. And it, the people that know Fair. us and know how Olive and Grace rolls, every single time, without fail, that we have ever had an event, including today, it has rained. Oh, every really? Single, every well, single time. Was good luck. Every single time. time. So being told that we would be outside during the first year and uh, like pandemic duck, yeah. was... We can't. Yeah, we yeah. lived like ducks. <laughs> Did you, are, are you now, as we're going into the spring, believe it or not, in summer... <clears throat> Schools won't be open. So what is what is the plan for that then? Are you targeting a place like we're in now? Like what what are you doing um, over the summer? 
Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of it happens right at the end of the school year so that students are prepared for the summer just because okay. our summer, well, that makes sense. Yeah. our summer tends to be our break period where or when you're gathering stuff. Yeah. It's a big donation season. It's a lot of like team meetings, a board meetings, kind of just reevaluating for fall. Um, but you have a board. Yeah. Man, I have. <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. I've been doing it for a year. Okay. Yeah, I can run No, that's impressive. That's good. Uh, let me run through our board real quick. So I have my VP is Deanna Stavinsky. She's another Moravian graduate. She all studied right. uh, marketing management. Um, Matt Nesto, our treasurer, handles all of our Good money. Lily is our secretary. And okay. then um, we have an executive director who is my father, uh, <laughs> Troy. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, I'm sure Troy's doing a good job. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's smart. It's a really good way. Like um, for any, whether it's a business or a nonprofit, you know, where I learned the most was asking questions or shutting up and, and watching how successful people worked you know, and looking at it that way. So it just it sounds like your work in the nonprofit sector, you're like, okay, I see how something successful works, we should model it in that sense. Absolutely. So, um, well, then let's talk about donations. You're not, you know, when, when I go to donate clothing, let's be honest, it'll be like the Salvation Army, they have these convenient, you know, bins. I know that it's not probably the best. There's some people who say, don't do that. Um, so for people who want to get in touch with you, I mean, I think that's what it is on your website, right? Get in touch with us and we'll come get it. How does that work? Yeah, do you want to run through that? Yeah, that so you can like? go on our website and we have a link that will take you to a page and you can schedule, like, you, like you're like you scheduling an appointment um, for a donation pickup. So we'll come yeah. to you, you can leave it on oh, your and porch. And what, what is the stuff? Because again, you guys went from this is for teenage girls to now it's for everybody but mm -hmm. does that you don't want my vhs tapes i'm assuming no yeah so very <laughs> very specifically we want clothing and shoes and then they can be new or used we love stuff with tags um okay. uh, which is always a bonus yes but uh and then hygiene items we ask that they're unopened just because it's hygiene products okay. um but I, I always use the catchphrase like i do not want your mustard stain track shirt from 2005 um, because we really pride ourselves on setting ourselves apart from a Goodwill, a Salvation Army, because not only is this stuff free, but it is higher quality, on trend, in season. And that kind of brings me to the, the point of this. When you set up, and I think when we talked before, when you first were telling me about how this works, it's an experience from the moment you walk in, the, the, whoever is going in. But can you kind of describe what it's like? Both of you can, either way, like, if this was at Freedom High School, for example, you did one there, right? Yep. What was the process like? If I walked in from start to finish, how does it work? Yeah, so, I mean, the students come up, we typically greet them, um, try to get a feel for what they're looking for. So, like, for Promic, for example, the first question is always, like, do you have your dress? Do you have your shoes? Who are you going with? Are you going with friends? Do you have a date? Just kind of like getting them comfortable because you're building a relationship. It's not, okay, what do you need? Like okay. mm -hmm. building the relationship and then finding out what that need is, whether it's a long dress, it's a short dress, it's a blue dress, it's a white dress, like getting them to a place where they're comfortable sharing that information with you and then helping them shop. So we walk with the girls through the racks, we're pulling stuff, we're zipping them into the dresses when they try them on. Like it is a, an intimate experience okay. and it is personalized because we want them to look good and feel good. And forgive me, but I would imagine that experience is not sometimes shared by every person or, or there are some students who maybe have never had that experience. Correct. Where someone is asking them, 
what do you like? Or, you know, or maybe giving them tips on fashion. I, I'm just, exactly. is that no, part yeah. of it too? Right. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that really is it. It's, it's these students don't go to the mall and just get to shop like we do. Like that's not a normal thing for them. And so right. giving them that opportunity and that experience to literally have someone wait on them and yeah. be like doting like, well, yeah, on them. Like, like, them right. questions. Yeah. yeah, and so, mm -hmm. You know, then once they find their dress, we um, we set up like a photo area where they get their picture taken and then Lily's able to use that on, you know, our social media. But it's also like fun for them. Typically their friends are taking pictures yeah. behind them, you know, mm -hmm. they're getting selfies. And then we bag everything up and we send them on their way. And then we send them with our information and we always let them know that we don't just do the prom stuff, that we always have other things that if there's ever a need that they can reach out to us. Okay. And okay. have that done. So like I have a couple girls right now that I'm pulling prom dresses for that aren't at a school that has sponsored a pop-up for us that we are going to arrange some sort of meetup because we know that they need Got dresses. Right. Mm -hmm. right. um, and what was I going to say? Um, as we work to get out of the summer when we're going to be donating and people can find out, what is the website again? I know it's in the show notes, but for those who want to... Yes. <laughs> it's a QR code. It's a QR code. All right, never mind. Scan the QR code. No, Scan the QR code. It's, uh, it's olivegboutique.com. Olivegboutique.com. <laughs> so they can go there for more information as they get, you know, we're kind of out of the pop-up season, right? Yeah. So what is your plan then for when, out of, after the donation season, we get back in the fall, are you going to go back into schools? Are you, I guess we'll talk about, yeah, are you looking for more pop-up stuff like this is what I'm saying? And we're, like, where are you trying to go with it as you're expanding? Here? Yeah, so we had originally just been targeting Allentown and Bethlehem, and we've since moved into the Easton area and kind of a little bit north of what is traditionally like the valley. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And Wait, so, where was north of the valley? Um, like Slatington, Palmerton. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah it's right. a Okay, bit. I just didn't know if you were going to say like Bangor, and then we could like, like, is that an Olyhead Valley or not? Which it is. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not trying to start an argument. No, no, I was, just, curi I was just curious. I was curious, but yes, Sladington. Yeah, so a little bit, a little bit so more up north there. because it, you know it's the the small towns have as much need as our big cities do Absolutely. down here, and, and where they, don't get, yeah, they might not get as much attention just because there's not many people. And yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah, kind of just finding out where the connections are and figuring out who we need to partner with. So we typically try to figure out whether it's an assistant principal or a guidance counselor or a social worker that can get us in the door mm -hmm. and advocate on our behalf because it is hard for us to advocate our, our, for ourselves. And I would buildings. imagine that there might even be teachers or employees at some of these schools who would want to reach out to you without you even coming in because they don't have something like yeah, that. And we, yeah, we recently had two individuals reach out to us and initiate conversation about having pop-ups where we hadn't even touched base with them yet, mm -hmm. which was awesome because, you know, anything that's organic feels so much more natural yeah. then. And do you need volunteers too? Is that ever, cause I'm just, you sound like you're doing a lot. Um, you know, at some point you run out of arms, right? <laughs> I, think, I think we have run out of arms at this point. I think we have, yeah. Yeah, yeah the biggest thing is like those donation pickups are yeah. tedious and laborious yeah, and say. i'm currently doing them mostly myself <laughs> yeah that could be anywhere you know if someone's like come to my house in slatington and then you have another pickup in easton of yeah. course like mm -hmm. that's a, a pain so uh those sort of things um are you looking like i don't know when i think of something like this will pop up is the idea maybe it would ever be a brick and mortar location is that i mean you never 
want to paint yourself in a corner, but is that something that you think about? Or yeah, we've, we've toyed. I mean, that was, I think kind of originally where we thought this was going to go mm-hmm. was we were going like to open up a retail shop. Yeah, we were going to get a spot. Yeah, I was, we were going to get a retail location <laughs> during COVID. Um, we're a very ambitious little group. No, I think it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> You're like, this will, this will end at some point and we're going to be ahead of the game. It's smart. So yeah, we would love to have some sort of, um, you know, stationary location where it's in a community where the girls can and the guys can sure come have. and shop mm-hmm. but also we would still be doing these pop-ups just because we know that access is such a yeah. key part right. of our mission and and you know leveling that field of we can come to you you don't need to come to us and isn't that kind get. of like your personality too is that whole we're popping up and we're bringing this yeah. experience mm-hmm. uh to you uh how does it i guess you always kind of wind down here but how does it feel to work with your friends? Like you're, you're, it seems like everyone that you're working with, you have great relationships. I mean, I know that you can get sick of anybody, but no, but seriously though, it seems like you guys are really embarking on something really worthwhile together. Has that been, has that helped you? I would imagine like, I don't wanna, if I'm working with my friend, I wanna let them down, um, you know, and we're all working on something together. Like, has it been that type of relationship? Yeah, I feel like at first, maybe wasn't like the best manager. And like, I've learned a lot of like good <laughs> skills of like, honestly, like just trusting your friends to follow through on stuff. And like, they've all been amazing. I have literally no complaints and yeah, I'm not just blowing things. smoke up. But, <laughs> well, but, Lily, like, for you, like, when, when we were setting up, like you guys were finishing a TikTok and doing that, like how has um, social media marketing for this been for you? Like, are you having, it's, it's, like, are you trying new things? Like, clearly you guys are, are advertising on TikTok, or not at least advertising, but making content for it. You know, what kind of stuff have you been doing? Um, I think the biggest thing, most fun I've had just is like creating our own content. Like I know the job I have now, I do social media stuff, but it's sure. all like structured. Like I don't really get to pick you're what you're like, we do. You're like, can you sign off on this? It's like, and it's in finance, it's like it's compliance oh, stuff. So yeah. it's oh, totally yeah. so different when I do Finance, now. social so, media work. Yes. So exciting. just working with Olive Grace, I think right. it's really fun. Like Emily lets me have a lot of creative freedom yeah. to kind of go where, I mean, obviously you kind of put a direction to it, but it's just fun to- well, yeah, I would just imagine it has to be fun to be in some of those moments, you know, when you meet someone who's like, that is the dress, or like, that is something I've been looking for, or that kind of, you know. I think we've all cried at least once at an event. <laughs> it's like, because it rains, it, and then we're required to cry. Because Yeah, because you do, you get those moments of like, being surrounded by individuals that are also just as equally passionate about the same idea, mm-hmm. and then seeing like, literal dreams come true in front of you is like, surreal. It is. I think it was for me at our Wilson pop-up the other week. We had people lined up at the door like, before we even opened. And that I was and like, yeah. did are not guys, expect that at all. Are you here for us? Like, yeah. that's like, wild. You're all coming like, to look at our dresses? Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so cool. awesome though. Um, and are you... Are you a 501? Are you, are you in the We party? officially applied two weeks ago. Okay, so, good. Yeah, I don't so want to get you like six, in trouble. Six, no, six more weeks. <laughs> don't, don't, wanna... don't apply for a 501c3 during tax season. Let me tell Honestly, you. I don't want to get you in trouble with the IRS. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Then, <laughs> they know about us. <laughs> they do now. Um, because leads to my next question too then. I think we had talked and you are like, hey, if there are people out there or organizations who are looking for for different ways to give back to the community, maybe give you guys a call as well. I mean, of course, there are a million awesome organizations in Lehigh Valley, Mm -hmm. but what's one more, especially one that's going in 
and, and doing the stuff that you're doing. So is that something where they can email you? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the emails are the same as the website, all yeah. gboutique at gmail. And all of that stuff is in the show notes. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I, is there anything else that you guys want to say? Like, is there anything that we missed? Is there anything coming up like in the next two weeks? Yeah, we, uh, so to kind of kick off spring, we're doing, we're having a garden party. Okay. So it is going to be our, you know, first fundraiser since the launch. Um, right. Just because we are at the point where we need to start looking to go bigger and better. Sure. And that requires money, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have that coming up Saturday, May 14th. Um, It's going to be over at Relevant Allentown, which is a church on Cedarcrest. They're also our main storage space, so they graciously allowed us to kind of take over their basement and um, set up shop down there. Yeah. That's um, awesome. awesome. So yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? we love that. It's a big help. Um, but uh, yeah, we have some sponsors. We've got the Iron Pig sent us some tickets to raffle off. Um, we've got Franklin Hills is going to be our wine vendor for that event. Um, it's going to be 25 bucks a person. You can get the tickets ahead of time. We have the links all over our social media. Um, there's going to be lawn games. Um, but granted, it's an Olive and Grace event, so it'll probably rain. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to do that. Bring your wood. Yeah, bring your <laughs> beer umbrella, bring your raincoats. Um, we, we're going to have live music. We have two girls coming from Moravian University uh, to play for us, which is awesome that they're willing to give us their time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Food. Food, music, food, drinks. Yeah. Listen, I'm excited. Like, I'm, uh, I know we're like joking around at like, the organizational skills and everything, but it's awesome. Like, it's awesome that you're saying, yeah, I want to do this and I'm going to take the work. Unfortunately, it takes a lot of work and, you know, you're putting that in. So I think it's awesome and people can learn from you. I mean, I know you're only on the <laughs> a year in, but like, you know, besides all the mistakes that you made that worked out, <laughs> but I, I think it's fantastic and I wish you guys the best. And all the information that we talked about is in the show notes, olivegboutique.com, right? Olivegboutique.com. Boutique at gmail.com and all the other information like I said is in there look for them on social media uh, Emily and Lily thank you so much thank you again also to Plants Plus Vintage it's been nice up here we should yeah. do more I don't mind yeah, it's, nice. all. it's uh, fantastic <laughs> we're upstairs on the second floor overlooking uh, Main Street in downtown Bethlehem um, and Plants Plus Vintage is in a space that is also occupied by Demasi Flea and they have a lot of fun stuff you should do a pop-up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Another big thank you to Emily and Lily. You know, it's not every day people are just starting their own nonprofits and doing it during COVID and finding results right away. You know, they deserve a lot of credit for this. Uh, Emily, especially for, for coming up with the idea and, and running with it. So congrats to them. Really interested in learning more. And thank you again to Domasi Flea, Plants Plus Vintage, perfect location, not only for a podcast, but also to buy all the wonderful things that they have. We really encourage you to check them out. Big thank you again to our sponsors who make all this possible, made possible in Lehigh Valley. Uh, LehighValleyMadePossible.com, Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub in South Bethlehem, Arts Quest, ArtsQuest.org, and of course, Michael Bernardin with uh, Remax Realty, Find Mike, and you're gonna find your new home. Thank you again. Uh, This is fantastic. We look forward to doing more episodes this summer and we will talk to you next week.